Today is uh, today is uh, October 16, 2020 at 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm back on the podcast because I've been off the air researching. Uh, I've been researching all the evidence you need uh, to investigate these crimes that are, Americans are dying from satellite weapons, electronic harassment, uh, energy, energy, energy rays. Okay, uh, do you re- do you remember me talking about a while back? I was talking about Dr. Robert Duncan, Karen Milton Stewart, Richard Lighthouse. Well, uh, I'm I'm going to cover just a little bit of information you may, may want to look at. Uh, if you go on YouTube, we want to want to thank YouTube specifically for allowing us to broadcast and and publish evidence that the government and media is hiding. Okay, and the media, I can understand that. You know, when they're twisting your arm not to say things and you're paid by the feds to uh, cover up crimes that are that are caused to humanity, that, that, that are that are that are brought upon to humanity by the federal government. And I can understand that, you know, uh, that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, and they're bribing. Technically, they're bribing uh, the news media to to uh, not publish true crimes. And uh, so uh, but anyway, I want to thank YouTube for that. If you go into YouTube and type in Dr. Michael Hoffer. Uh, type in Dr. Michael Hoffer. Okay. You're going to see several pieces of information. The one I want you to focus on, on Dr. Michael Hoffer, is going to be where he was treating the U.S. diplomats. Okay. He was treating the U.S. diplomats uh, from uh, the uh, exotic space weapons. Okay. And it was published uh, back on... Uh, December 12, 2018, which is almost a year ago, almost two years ago. Uh, the, the video on YouTube is, class, is, 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 is classified or is documented as doctors who first saw U.S. diplomats hurt in Cuba say symptoms cannot be faked. It was published by, by, published by NBC News. It's got over 3,650 views, 42 likes and one not like. Okay, that's probably the guy that worked for the CIA, FBI, or NSA. He, he doesn't like it. Says Dr. Michael Hoffer, the University of Miami, and Kerry Balaban, PhD of the University of Pittsburgh, present their findings on U.S. diplomats hurt in Cuba during a news conference in Miami. The findings are being released in a new study in the Medical Journal of Laryngoscope Investigative. Okay, uh, big news, big big information published by NBC News. Okay, I'm going to let you hear that clip for just a minute, and it's going to be about two minutes long. This is Dr. Michael Hoffer. Here we go. And the phone call was, this is the State Department, we have a problem. And the individual... Once again. In February of 2017, I got an interesting phone call. And the phone call was, this is the State Department, we have a problem. And the individual on the phone told me about an individual in Havana who uh, had heard odd noises, had felt some pain in his ear, and had ringing in his ear. And the next morning was dizzy and confused. And what we found, and we're going to describe today, is objective evidence of balance disorders that affect the gravity organs and unique cognitive dysfunction. So we would tell the individuals that you were affected by something, and now you're showing these objective signs. We would only say with the objective signs. You're, you, have, you have an inner ear gravity organ disorder. You have some cognitive disorders. We don't know what caused it. We just know that now you're showing these signs and you weren't showing them before. And intervening, there was this noise or pressure. 
we don't know where the injury is. We definitely know there's an injury in the inner ear, right at the area where the gravity organs are. That problem, as Dr. Snap explained, can, can put you in a state where, where if you don't know what your way up is, by the way, you're, it's hard to do everything else in your life. So that problem alone can't account for cognitive issues, but there are, and there are common circuits. But there could easily be an injury in the brain. We just don't know that. There's the possibility of um, a directed energy exposure to these people, which has been mentioned widely, as we all know, in the popular press. Directed energy is basically what we say it is. It's some direction of, it's some energy in some form, pointed, focused on an object or on a person. The energy may be acoustic pressure waves. You've probably heard of LRAD devices, devices they've discussed in the press. So ultrasound is one mode that can be used for this. We also can have radio frequency. We could have microwave. We could have light. Lasers are an example of it. I'm going through these just as examples. I'm agnostic as to what may have happened. I don't, I'll tell you right off, I don't know. Okay, so there you are, folks. I mean, that is key information that uh, we are under attack by satellite weapons, okay? So with all that information, I went into uh, into the uh, doctor. I went to Dr. Michael Hoffer's office uh, over at the Miami uh, uh, University of Miami Health Systems and I contacted his office to see if he was taking patients in relations to targeted individuals, and he is. Dr. Michael Hoffer is seeing targeted individuals. The only problem with this is that you have to drive where? You have to fly down to Miami, okay, to see Dr. Michael Hoffer, okay, and he is over at 1120 Northwest 14th Street, Floor 5, Miami, Florida, 33136. Okay? Dr. Michael Hoffer is accepting patients as of last year. Okay? He clarified that to me. His office did. Okay? The people that work for Dr. Michael Hoffer, who assist Dr. Michael Hoffer, uh, basically state, stated that, in fact, we are treating Americans who are being targeted in this country. And like I said, the only problem is that you have to fly to Miami. Now, Dr. Michael Hoffer is an otolaryngology. He's a professor of otolaryngology, okay? And with that in mind... I mean, there are several of those doctors that are well as just as qualified as Dr. Michael Hoffer to take Americans. But the fact is, is that Dr. Michael Hoffer was hired by the State Department to treat Americans being attacked with exotic space weapons. They gave him the privilege to investigate this. He came up with a solution. Okay? Those two doctors. So, because of that, that makes him an expert witness into all this is going that is going on among Americans. The satellite weapons, exotic weapons, microwave weapons, all this, all this is becoming to becoming to make sense. 
Dr. Robert Duncan, Karen Milton Stewart, uh, Richard Lighthouse, uh, Kirk Wiebe, William Biney, all those whistleblowers that work for the NSA, the CIA, uh, who are professional experts. You know, and I, I want to go back and I want to cover something because I, I gave you this video a while back, if you remember, and I'm going to let you hear the video of Dr. Robert Duncan. This video was, I think this video was made back in 2001, I believe. But I want you to hear that, what he's saying, what he's what he told the governor of Minnesota, the ex-Navy SEAL, Jesse Ventura. Okay, and I want to let you hear that clip because I want you to understand that Dr. Robert Duncan is a true hero. He blew the whistle on all this. Okay, so, you know, with with all this evidence and stuff, it, it clarifies and it validates the complaints of American people. You know, Dr. Michael Hofford treating the American diplomats, Dr. Michael Hofford taking American patients here in America. You know, we are being targeted. We are being harassed by electronic harassment and the government is failing to write policy. They're failing to write constitutional law. Okay. And when you do that, you're almost aiding and abetting a crime. Okay. So uh, we're going to discuss, I'm going to let you hear uh, the, uh, the video of Dr. Robert Duncan and Governor Jesse Ventura. Okay. Uh, Governor Jesse Ventura is an ex-Navy SEAL. Governor Jesse Ventura is also uh, a governor from the uh, from from the state of of, uh, of uh, Minnesota. So these two people are very qualified individuals. They're not idiots, you know. They have qualifications to be in their positions as governors and as a CIA operative, you know. So, <clears throat> with that in mind, um, it's evident that we are being targeted and tracked with satellite weapons, okay? And the facts are this. If a CIA operative blows the whistle on Americans being targeted, then why is it that, in fact, why is it, in fact, that the government's not doing anything about it, Okay? And it all boils down to this, folks. When as, when as uh, American uh, professionals who work for the government, who work for the uh, Congressional uh, Intelligence Committee, they go and they see all this information about how the government's manipulating these weapons to fund uh, illegal programs, to make money in the medical industry, to speed up the process of killing Americans and, and and trying to accelerate the stocks and funds and markets by killing Americans. So basically what they're doing, folks, is that, hey, you are John Doe. John Doe works for the government. He works in the Intelligence Committee. He knows how these weapons operate. Okay? So having that knowledge... You go out there and you move your stock market into Raytheon, into L3 Harris, who are making these weapons to use against Americans. You know that information. It's against the law. So you invest your money into these corporations while they're giving you, while they are, uh, you know, while you're not being touched, while all the Americans are dying. You're not being touched. You're, you're playing bingo and moving your money around the stock market with, with intelligence inside the White House. While Americans are dying. You know. 
So it's just an inside job by the political donkeys in there that have information to how this is working. And nobody's doing anything about this, folks. Okay? That's why we have whistleblowers. And uh, Dr. Robert Duncan has got some books out there. I, I, I couldn't find the video because they, they, they shut it down. I'm sorry. They shut down the video. But I do have his books. Uh, and we do have uh, clips to that. And uh, we're going to find that here in just a minute. Let me just uh, get more information here. Uh, it's hard because... Uh, because uh, here, here we go. Here, let me just hear the clips in this video here. Here we go. And the Brain Invaders Conspiracy. Dr. Robert Duncan put together the technology that allows... Okay. This video I was trying to find, and I did find it. It's Dr. Robert Duncan, Jesse Ventura interview, interview with Dr. Robert Duncan. And it talks about that Dr. Robert Duncan knows about the Americans being tortured with satellite weapons. And I want you to hear the video. Let's, let, let me let you hear the video. I'm going to rewind it here just a minute. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to start. Dr. Robert Duncan put together the technology that allows the government to transmit thoughts and voices into the heads of Americans. Dr. Robert Duncan. First question for you. What's negative about what you've done? Uh, I've empowered the dark side by some of my work. And what do you mean by that? Technology is neutral. Right. It, it can be used for good or evil. I've worked on projects for the CIA, Justice Department, Department of Defense. Is this the stuff, voices in the head and things like that? Yes. We've run into a few people that claim they got voices in their heads, they sleep inside tinfoil boxes, they do a lot of crazy things, it seems. But when they talk to us, they seem totally normal. They seem totally sane. Are these people crazy, or is the government doing this to them? The, the government's doing this to them. Okay, so there you go. And I'm going to let you rewind it. He said the government is doing this to them. I'm going to rewind it here so you can hear it. Here we go. To them. He's not even people crazy. Government doing this to them. The, the government's doing this to them. Here we go. Or is the government doing this to them? The, the government's doing this to them. Here we go. Are people crazy, or is the government doing this to them? The, the government's doing this to them. He's not. Here you go, folks. To hide it. They're called voice of God weapons. So you know for a fact that these weapons that you worked on, they're being used domestically today? Absolutely. You have to remember the CIA has a long history of experimenting on our citizens from right. LSD. Sure. Okay, we're talking here like going back to MK Ultra and all that in the 60s and 70s. But we were told all that stopped. Is that untrue? Untrue. These programs continue under new names, new budgets, it's the ultimate weapon. Are there citizens of this country that are being abused with this technology? Worse than abuse. That's a light word. They're being tortured. Okay, let's go back. Did you hear that? He asked, are there citizens of this country that are being abused with these weapons? That's the, that's the question to Dr. Robert Duncan from Jesse Ventura. And I'm going to let you hear that again. Here we go. Citizens of this country that are being abused with this technology? Worse than abuse. That's a light word. They're being tortured. There you go, folks. 
so the targeted individuals aren't crazy after all. Okay, doctor, to deliver this, how do they get into your head? I've heard of these Gwen Towers. They allegedly were used before, and now they claim that they're not used for anything. They do match up with the properties and necessary capabilities. They easily could be broadcasting across the country messages to people and causing them extreme pain. That's part of the whole world domination strategy. Control the population from subconsciously to consciously. And now we've got a motive. Controlling dissenters, controlling the world, controlling you and me. Who are the controllers? I mean, is that our president? The Federal Reserve? No. So these are people within our government at a certain level making these decisions and they're not necessarily our president or our elected officials. That's exactly right. Wow. That makes it even more difficult because they can't be removed. They can't be removed and they're difficult to find. They, they hide in the dark crevices of the government. You worked for these people. You worked on this. You helped to develop it. I was naive. I did not know how the technologies were going to be put together and the ultimate weapon created. You're not still working for it. No. You're unequivocally looking me right in the eye right now, and you're telling me you have no more to do with this, and that you're out to expose it? That's correct, sir. With your background and what you know, can you give us a hint on what we ought to do? No. No. Is it too late? I actually believe it's too late. So what you're telling me, every one of us should be in fear of this because every one of us at some point will be targeted? The technology's advanced that far. One of the men behind the technology admits he created a monster. An experiment in control. Gone out of control. And what's worse, there's no telling how far it will go. Or if it can ever be stopped. Okay, so basically what we have there, folks, and like I said, um, we, we just have some evidence. We have a testimony. We have a, a testimony of an expert witness, Dr. Robert Duncan. <clears throat> so as a whistleblower for the federal government, should you be subpoenaed to court? And what questions do you ask Dr. Robert Duncan, this CIA agent who blew the whistle on the CIA? What would you ask Dr. Robert Duncan if he was sitting in court right now in a trial? What questions would you ask? Okay. One of them would be, how long have you been uh, attacking Americans with satellite weapons and electronic harassment? Where's the blueprint to these satellite weapons and electronic harassment devices? Who invested in these devices? Uh, where, who are the investors in investing into these devices? Um... When you first discovered the fact that Americans were being tortured, why didn't you complain about it at that point in time if you knew attacking Americans was wrong? Those are just some of the questions and ideas that courtrooms should be able to ask these whistleblowers, especially when Americans are dying. Americans are dying by the increased rate. Okay? And Dr. Robert Duncan has a key piece of evidence, and he should be summoned to court. You know, 
These are crimes committed against our country. It's treason. When you're using war weapons from America's war chest against your own people, it's treason. So, there you go. You have the CIA saying that, yes, we are being tortured as Americans, and you have Dr. Robert Duncan treating the targeted individual that's tortured by these weapons. Okay? We know that for a fact already. All right? Dr. Robert Duncan validates Dr. Hoffer's treatment to Americans, the U.S. diplomats, in Cuba and in America. He validates that. Okay? Um, it's scary that you have the CIA, who, which is an intelligence agency from the federal government to protect Americans from terrorists. But you have his whistleblower here complaining about this, and then the FBI doesn't recognize it. When you call the FBI, the FBI doesn't want to hear it. Go see your psychologist. Go call the police. The local police department ain't going to investigate this. It's the FBI's duty as federal police officers to contact the CIA to question Dr. Robert Duncan and to question other people who blew the whistle in all this. Don't just stand there and ignore that. Okay? Key pieces of information, just hard facts. I want to go back to 2001. In 2001, we had a uh, congressman from the state of Ohio, Congressman Dennis Kucinich. He was a Democrat congressman from the state of Ohio. What did Dennis Kucinich know about space preservation? What did he know about space weapons? Okay. In 2001, Congressman Dennis Kucinich, the Democrat from Ohio, introduced in October 2nd, 2001, the Space Preservation Act of 2001. Okay? And it basically was a, 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 a bill to the, to the government body to stop using weapons against Americans. Manufacturing them, produ producing them, deployment of these weapons. And it was, a, it was directed to the president. Okay? But who was the president in 2001? Who was the president in 2001? And so we have to go back and look at the president that was in office in 2001. George W. Bush. What did George Bush know about space weapons and attacking Americans? And why didn't he stop that? Why didn't he say, you know what, Kucinich, uh, Dennis Kucinich, your congressman? You're right. Let's put it, let's put this, let's, let's protect Americans. Let's at least protect the American people. Even though we know these crimes are going on, let's protect the American people. Let's pass this bill. So if anything happens, I'm not liable as a president. So if anything happens, a congressman Kucinich is not liable as a congressman. So do you see what I mean? People are idiots. Put the ball in play. Let it happen, and when, it, when, it, when, they, when they're caught, report it. But what do these two people do? Well, Dennis Kucinich wrote the bill to protect us, and George W. Bush probably vetoed it or denied it. But not, not, not only George W. Bush, there was other people involved in this. Those people should be investigated because you have the right as a, as a government body to sit down and look at these bills. Okay, and if these bills were so important to the American people that it was going to cause harm 
endangered to the American people. Why didn't you sit there and write and, and pass this bill? And you have to scratch your head on this because if people don't pass the bill to protect Americans from crime and terrorism, then you're aiding and abetting this crime and you're investing your money in these crimes. That's the problem here, folks. Okay? In 2001, I'm going to say it again, H.R. 2977-Space Preservation Act of 2001 was attempted to be passed by the Representative Kucinich Dennis from Ohio. And it was denied. And the problem we are facing today pertains to that. Who is liable? Dennis Kucinich or George W. Bush? Along with the other people who denied this bill. Okay? Um, it's just scary that we have legislative bodies who knew, who knew about this and they're probably not in office anymore because they were only holding a short term. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm saying, you know, this is ridiculous, folks. If you're in office and you pass these bills up, you know, you should not come back for another four years. You know, there should be a limit on congressmen and senators. Bottom line. If you have a bill passed to your desk and you fail to do your job, you fail to protect the American people, you should not be holding office as a senator or a congressman. There should be time limits. If you do a good job, your people will continue to pass the next four years for you to be in office. But it should be a four-year term limit for everybody. If it is for a president, it should be for a congressman, and it should be for a senator. Bottom line. Now, those are just facts, folks. I mean, it's just it's 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 the facts, and it's negligence. It's negligence with malice, because people are dying of these weapons. Okay, you have the CIA, Dr. Robert Duncan, validating Dr. Michael Hoffer's treatment on targeted individuals, and it's killing Americans. It's negligence with malice, with the intent to harm and kill Americans at the eyes of the FBI, when in fact. The CIA blew the whistle on this. Not just the CIA. You're going to hear the testimony of Karen Milton Stewart, who is an NSA whistleblower, okay, to validate Dr. Robert Duncan's whistleblowing. Here we go. This is Karen Milton Stewart, the National Security Agency agent who blew the whistle on targeted individuals okay um I, I i can't give you more information than that folks i'm just giving you the facts on what is happening in society today and how americans are being tortured at the eyes of our government and we're being ignored bottom line okay uh karen milton stewart is a she's a hero she is a uh, she is a truly an American legend for for complaining about this, and I'm going to let you hear her complaint. She has that right. She is a a national security agency analyst. You can go on YouTube and type in "targeted individual conference 2017." What is the lie? Reading by TI activist Carolyn Stewart. Okay, and in this video, you're going to hear. Karen expressed her concerns for targeted individual electronic harassment. Okay? 
Here you go. This is Karen speaking. Hello, everyone. This is Karen Stewart, and I'm hoping that this conference goes very well. And I do apologize that I cannot be there. There are lots of things going on that I um, that really just basically don't allow me to come. But I am so very sorry because I would love to have been there, and I would like to have met so many of you, or if if not every one of you, in person that I've been speaking with for a while. So I hope to do that. At some point in time, I hope to meet most of you in person, but I do ask your forgiveness that I could not attend this time. Now, instead of telling my story, which is, it's already out there, and frankly, I'm kind of sick of telling it, except that it does, at times, give us a open door so that other stories can come out. So, oh, my dog is nuzzling me. Okay, baby. But um, here's... <laughs> He's going to lick me. All right. Um, hey, Dash. Okay. Nope. Can't see him. All right. All right. There he is. You want to see? Okay. There you go, baby. All right. All right. Well, like I said, I'm kind of sick of my story. So I, what I thought I would do is read something to you called What is the Lie? Which I tell people more or less wrote itself. Okay, well, I'm going to begin before my dog <laughs> disrupts me again. All right, um, what is the lie? Thousands upon thousands of targeted individuals, better described as falsely accused innocent people, are being illegally used, human trafficked, as techno-chum to feed the growing voracious Orwellian police state. Through legalistic sleight of hand by Homeland Security, this ruse is really to not only bloat the number of perceived terrorists on the watch list to validate the hypergrowth of unnecessary security overlords, but also to provide unwilling, non-consensual human test subjects for draconian electronic or kinetic weaponry uh, manufacturers to use on them, as well as subjects for unwelcome, covert, invasive technologies forced upon them secretly by complicit medical and high-tech companies that maim, torture, kill to gather data for presumably their stockholders or clients as to the efficacy of these Franken-technologies. These techno-terrorists consider citizens' property, damaged or diseased citizens as gold mines, and healthy citizens as worthless unless appropriated for use as guinea pigs. The victims who have been blindsided by this emergent godless capitalism and godless science predation in what will be known as the 21st century dark ages inevitably, inevitably ponder what the lie could possibly be that is being told to induce neighbors, colleagues, service people, post office workers, utility workers, clergy, law enforcement, nurses, doctors, dentists, military, EMTs, family members, et al., to knowingly conspire to purposely do them grievous harm, even unto death. What has happened to these now counterfeit people, the society, to turn them into sneaky, sociopathic sadists and avaricious and relentless mercenaries? How has this complete devolution of humanity and civilization 
been accomplished under the noses of almost every country in the world, with no one noticing that civilization is now a complete facade, ready to collapse at any moment into complete anarchy? How did humanity devolve into deriving economic sustenance, not from creativity, labor, and production, but from a secret predator versus prey society reminiscent of the Morlock and Eloy in H.G. Wells' Time Machine, where futuristic humanity had split into two factions, the subhuman subterranean beasts leaving, living underground, out of the light of day, and the beautiful innocent Eloy living on the surface of the earth, who a hapless time traveler from the 19th century London stumbled upon in his travels. To his horror, he found that the Morlock were farming the Eloi, providing food while keeping them ignorant of how to sustain themselves, then violently harvesting several routinely to feed the homo carnivorous Morlock. Under the guise of Homeland Security, a.k.a. National Security, this is being done with the world's population right now. Under the noses of the public, which is largely asleep, though many through self-induced denial, which can be quite aggressively expressed if challenged with facts. This rampant self-denial, this rabid normalcy bias of a dying society, which can be defined as the antithesis of the self-preservation instinct, can manifest as insulting and belittling those trying to warn society of e or even portraying them as mad and dangerous and in need of being locked away to get them and their really inconvenient truth out of the public arena as quickly as possible. Those busy dancing on the deck of the Titanic refuse to acknowledge much less heed the voices crying in the wilderness, though they are increasingly in increasing in volume because they are indeed increasing in number, which signifies the spread of this cancer that ultimately endangers all. What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to help a rogue government illegally and unconstitutionally attack and destroy their innocent neighbors, even with covert, highly advanced weapons of war, directed energy weapons, sonic weapons, such as used in Cuba in 2017? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to trample the Constitution, civil, and human rights of their innocent neighbors without cause, or that they, not being law enforcement, have any right to be involved at all? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have the right to overtly or covertly watch, follow, stalk, or... Okay, so I'm going to stop there just a minute because she talks about the neighborhoods that we live in. Uh, these weapons are handed into the neighborhoods of Americans and veterans to be tortured. Your neighbor may be uh, bribed into operating these symptoms, these symptoms, these uh, these weapons to use against you because you're an American veteran, because you worked for the federal government at one point in time. They want to retaliate against you. And retaliation is a crime. Um, and she goes on to continue to say about the neighborhoods and other ways of, of, of using these weapons. And they, they are using these weapons in our neighborhood. And what they're doing is that some of these corporations who have carte blanche access to all this 
are paying the neighbors to attack me, you, other veterans around the country. And it takes a brave heart of a neighbor to say, you know what? Let's, let's report this to a grand jury. This is not right. We're getting these weapons to use against other Americans. Let's report this to a grand jury or to a judge. Not to the police department, not to the FBI, because the FBI is corrupt already. They're using these weapons. So you walk into a federal courtroom and present it to a judge. Write a letter to him say, hey, based on my honest opinion, I have given access to these weapons to use against my neighbor, against, the God of, against God's law, to attack my neighbor with these weapons, with the, with the consent of a federal agency. That judge will take that information. Either two things are going to happen. That judge who's being monitored and watched in the courtroom will either take that information and write up an indictment or, or some kind of a jury to look at this. But to hold that information in as a neighbor in the neighborhoods is a crime. And they're, they're, they're going to pay. I'm going to let you continue on. But it is, it is happening in neighborhoods. Report on the daily lives of their innocent neighbors. What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to spread lies, gossip, false accusations, unfounded accusations, or libel about their innocent neighbors? What is the lie that would make um, decent people think that they have a right to vandalize the property, vehicles, personal effects, etc., of their innocent neighbors? What is the lie that would make supposed decent people think that they have a right to steal, maim, poison, gut, stab, shoot their beloved pets of their innocent neighbors? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to break into the homes of their neighbors and destroy or steal personal items like photo albums, correspondence, irreplaceable souvenirs of the innocent neighbor's life, in order to inflict as much emotional damage as possible. What is the lie that would make supposed decent people think that they have a right to participate in coordinated aggressive driving attacks or staged accidents or hit and runs on their innocent neighbors, scaring, injuring, or killing them? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to make false reports to law enforcement about their innocent neighbors anytime they can think of a false accusation? What is the lie that would make supposed decent people think that they have the right to make threatening phone calls or send threatening emails or letters to their innocent neighbors? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to leave dead and decaying animals on the property of their innocent neighbors? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to steal or destroy the postal mail, packages, parcels, registered letters, FOIA or FOIA responses of their innocent neighbors with or without the help of postal workers or private delivery services? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to use the personal information of their innocent neighbors to access their bank accounts or credit cards for personal gain? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to poison the food or drink with toxins, mold, nanotech, or morgellons of their innocent neighbors, either via break-ins or tampering or with the preparation of restaurant food? What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people 
think that they have a right to overtly or covertly spray their innocent neighbors or their homes with poisons and noxious chemicals. What is the lie that would make supposedly decent people think that they have a right to use their professional skills and status as service industry personnel, such as car mechanics, plumbers, electricians, bank, banking staff, or public servants, such as city local officials, to trample the rights of their innocent neighbors by purposely providing sometimes dangerously substandard or blatantly fraudulent services. Okay, so if you want to listen to the rest of her testimony, type in Targeted Individual Conference 2017, What is a Lie? Reading by TI activist Karen Milton Stewart. Uh, the video that was made by her on October 23rd, 2017, uh, clarifies, uh, it clarifies, and I'm going to read here what it says. It says, uh, it was written by Matthew Ahrens. Invited presentation by Karen Stewart shown at the first annual Unity and Hope Conference. This historic event was organized for targeted individuals and those concerned about the growing crimes of organized stock and electronic harassment. The conference was held from October 2020 to 20. The 20th to 22nd at the Mass Autobahn Blue Hills Trailside Museum, 1904 Canton Avenue, Milton, Massachusetts, 02186, USA. Event description from the conference website. Our goal is to bring together as many support groups, media shows, activism groups, and organizations of targeted individuals so we can work together and learn from each other and strategize and strategize and solutions to bring about changing and ending the suffering of hundreds of thousands of, na of victims nationwide. The number of people experiencing electronic harassment and gang stalking is growing expo exponentially, daily. People Against Covert Torture and Surveillance Pax International estimates that there are currently 300,000 people being victimized by electronic magnetic weapons and neural weapons, often in combination with implants and covertly administered nanotechnology. Our hope is to come together to build, empower, and educate the community and technology resources and support as a unified front attempt to educate the public. As a result of this conference, we will be able to strategically fight for freedom and justice for the victims of targeted crimes. The goal of this conference is to unify all groups worldwide and provide a knowledge and understanding of the program and technology. We also encourage targeted individuals to bring friends and family to support to educate ones around them and visual on the visible invisible crimes being committed against them. Okay, that's 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 quite a bit, folks. That was Karen Milton Stewart. She worked for the government. She worked for the National Security Agency. Okay. Uh this all validates Dr. Robert Duncan's complaint, his whistleblower. This all validates Dr. Michael Hoffer's uh Treating of, of targeted individuals. This all validates Congressman Dennis Kucinich's Space Preservation Act. It all validates it. In synchronizing order from 2001 to 2020, that's 19 years have gone by. Who has been in office? We've had several presidents. Let's start with Bill Clinton. We'll start with George Bush. We'll start with uh, uh, George Bush. There was Barack Obama. And now there's President Trump. Three presidents have gone by in these decades and no one has done anything to save the American people but Congressman Dennis Kucinich. And they're letting all this go by. People are dying. It's mis negligence, folks, with malice. People are intentionally dying from these weapons. Okay? 
You know that already. You got two whistleblowers who blew the whistle on all this. One from the NSA, one from the CIA. You have a doctor, and then you have a congressman. Those are four expert witnesses that work for the government, that were doctors or congressmen. What more do you need, Mr. FBI agent? What more do you need, Mr. Department of Justice? Okay? And it's all making sense, folks. The reason why they're not going to do anything, folks, is because they're having too much fun using these weapons to manipulate our lives, to cause false diagnosis, to be falsely imprisoned in mental institutions, to write fraud for the psychologists and psychiatrists at the right prescription for you. While you lay comatose in your bed and being tortured by these weapons. It's fraud. It's crime. And the FBI is ignoring the facts. These true facts that Americans are being targeted and tortured with satellite weapons and electronic harassment. Okay? I'm going to let you hear the testimony. One more, one, just one more expert witness here of uh, Richard Lighthouse. Richard Lighthouse worked for, the Na- for NASA. Okay? He is also an expert because he's worked in the field for almost uh, more, more than 20 years, folks. But I'm going to let you hear the testimony of Richard Lighthouse as he was interviewed by Dr. Carrot Catherine Horton. Okay? And uh, you can find that on YouTube. Type in Richard Lighthouse dash Target Justice Update Stop 007. 7,703 views. Streamlined on July 21st, 2019. Okay? And I'm going to let you hear just brief of what his testimony is. Here we go. Hello and good evening, everybody. I'm Dr. Catherine Horton. And with me today is Richard Lighthouse from Rutherford Justice, the large cloud equity lawsuit in the United States. And he has some uh, good news and updates which I think that they were um, doing the top um, the last couple of months. I also know that um, quite a few of you have contacted me and asked about targeted justice and how things are going. So I'm very pleased to have Richard here with me. Hello, Richard. Hi, good afternoon, Catherine. I should say good evening is probably evening there. Thank, thank you for inviting me on. So it's, it's my pleasure, Richard. Um, let's dive straight into it because you had uh, quite a few things that happened since our last interview, quite a few projects that you have started. I mean, my viewers are just eager to hear, you know, how the platform is going and what, what the next steps are. Can you enlighten us? Sure, sure. Uh, I, we, we've got several programs going with Targeted Justice right now, and our, our membership has increased dramatically this year. And um, I wanted to quickly touch on a couple of topics. Uh, Target Justice has been overwhelmed with emails and membership requests and uh, and questions from all over the world. And, and we do have a backlog and we apologize for that. Um, I would say we are about a week behind right now. We, we have caught up, but then we'll get a big cycle again. And so we'll get behind a little bit. But I would say we're averaging about one week behind now. So I, again, we apologize for that. It's simply a a much larger volume than, than we anticipated. And maybe that's good news, but uh, uh, please be patient. We, we are working on it. We've got, uh, we've got folks that are very aware of that issue and, and we work on it every day. So uh, please keep in touch. If you'd like to join our membership, uh, we encourage you to do so. It's free and uh, we will be issuing newsletter on, on a regular basis. So, so look for that. 
Um, one of the one of the most important topics that I want to touch on is our October protests, and that's coming up this October in Washington D.C. Um, you can sign up at targetedjustice.com. It's a four-day event. Um, we encourage folks in the U.S. Um, to get in touch with their congressman and schedule a meeting. If you're coming from outside the United States, you can certainly join in the protest. We're going to be uh, we're going to be doing rallies at key points around Washington D.C. And we, we don't want to reveal those exact locations just yet for obvious reasons. But uh, the very first one we'll hold will be in front of the White House, and that'll be on uh, Saturday morning. So uh, we'll provide more details on that as we get closer. But uh, for the folks in the U.S. that want to attend, um, sign up at Target Justice, and then the early bird registration is, is $30, and you can just mail in a check. So we encourage you to do that. We, we feel like this is going to be a very successful event, and we sure like everyone to join us. So um, that's the first program we've got going. The second one we've got going is a call campaign, and the call campaign this month is to call the White House. And if you go to whitehouse.gov, there is a email contact form, and we encourage everyone to use that form. Um, we've also provided a number of email addresses as well as a directory of the White House staff. Now, some of us have been able to get emails through, personal emails through to the directory listings, and others have said that the emails have been rejected. So it's not clear to me um, uh, how, whether it's being blocked on the sender's end or on the recipient end, but we have had a few personal emails get through to White House staff members, so that's encouraging. Um, the call campaign, we encourage you to fill out the form or call. There's two phone numbers that you can call the White House. One allows you to leave a message for the president, it just, just like you're leaving a voice message. And the other one is actually the switchboard, and you can get a live person. And you can talk to them and ask them questions. It's, it's actually, I, I did that once. It was very encouraging. So uh, they're very polite, and they'll try to answer your questions, particularly if it's in regards to FOIA requests, since we intend to file FOIA requests to make sure that our messages were actually received by the White House. That's very important. So if they if they are being blocked, then it will become very apparent between the FOIA request and the number of uh, forms that we've actually submitted. So that will be helpful evidence at a later date. Um, Another important thing we've got going on right now is the mandamus petition. This is this is critically important as giving us options for a lawsuit. Now, a mandamus petition, for those that aren't familiar with that, is, and, and these apply according to old British law, and, and the same uh, tradition was set in US law. A mandamus petition is where you're forcing a government employee to do their job. Basically, that's what it is. And so we petitioned, we had 86 signatures, here in Houston, where, where I'm located, we had 86 people sign the mandamus petition, and the U.S. Constitution gives uh, U.S. citizens what's called the right to for redress. And so we are demanding to exercise that right for redress, and we're demanding that the local U.S. attorney, who is Ryan Patrick, he was appointed by President Trump, and uh, we are insisting that they form a grand jury or impanel a grand jury to investigate our claims. So in other words, it's not up to the attorney to look at this and decide whether or not they, they like it or, or, or want to dismiss it. That's not their choice. Their only choice is to submit it to a grand jury and allow the grand jury to investigate it. So 
short of having done that, then, then number one, they haven't done their job. And number two, it gives us grounds to sue them personally. So that's, that's very important. So again, this is U.S. law, but there are in Europe, there are other similar laws that involve the mandamus uh, type act. So I encourage folks that are listening in Europe to look into that. There may be alternatives for you to do something similar. Um, so I encourage you to look on our tab that's called the mandamus petition. If you'd like an update, we've got a full list of signatures of folks that have signed that. So uh, that, that's very encouraging. Um, Just a second, may I just show your website because I think people would be very keen uh, to, um, to see um, what they can do. So people in the chat were asking, um, sorry, let me just switch the, um, switch the tabs. So um, this is, um, I think, the right um, contact. So this is whitehouse.gov forward slash contact. And as you said, there's a way to leave a message here. This is the one option you, you mentioned. And then there's, um, there's a way to call them by phone. How do we get those contact details? Is that on that targeted is, justice? It, it, it is on whitehouse.gov. It's also on targeted justice under our call campaign. If you go to the tab that says call campaign. Oh, uh, here, um, that's the first tab. That's it. And it's got the phone numbers for contacting, directly calling the White House. And you can leave a message for the president or, or the staff in general. There you go. That's it. Or you can call the switchboard. And, and in fact, you can call those numbers if you're located in Europe. So that's not limited to the United States. Well, now, frequently, yes. Mm -hmm. So to call that from Europe, I believe you would dial plus and zero one and then the numbers that you see on the screen there. Yeah, yeah. Or, or on, the, on our telephone, the zero zero one and then these numbers here. Um, that's excellent. But I think this is something that people can do straight away. So people who are not signed up for the class action lawsuit in the United States can email you here. If they want to take part in the call campaign, they can call these numbers. And if they prefer to send an email, uh, rather use the contact form, the contact details are here. And I've reached this page by going to targetedjustice.com. And then either forward slash call hyphen campaign or you use the tab and then this is the first option. Now you also mentioned the mandamus action. The link for that is down here. Okay. So uh, basically I gave you the information. Uh, Richard Lighthouse is truly an American hero. Okay. Uh, he, he is just, uh, just giving us more information on the facts that we are being targeted. And he encourages you to, to write the White House, to write the president, to leave a message, to call the White House and express to them that you're being targeted and tortured. Okay? Thank you and God bless. We know that within time, uh, this will all stop. It happened with, with uh, the Frank Church Committee in 1970. It should happen now. Thank you and God bless.